you're saying I just need to get better. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> This is the Happy Hearthstone, the longest running Hearthstone podcast in the history of space and time and cards. And I'm your co-host, Noodle Swoop, along with my good friend, Guy Grumpy. Hello. And today we're on episode 238. We're going to talk about the battlegrounds. But first, let me take a moment to stop and thank our patrons, Ridiculous Hat, Beef Squatch, and James W. Your support is felt Every single time that we sit down to record this podcast, and we love that you're here to help us out along the way. And you can join them by going over to patreon.com slash the happy hearthstone and join for just $8 a month, allowing us to continue to put on great hearthstone podcast content each and every time we sit down to record. But this is the happy hearthstone. So let's take a moment and talk about what's making us happy. Okay, Grumpy, what's making you happy? I, so we're sitting here on Labor Day, and I can't help but be thankful for the long weekend. We did a lot this weekend. I went to a friend's birthday party uh, about you know two and a half, three hours away uh, on one day, and then we had a barbecue with Jilly's family on another day. But we still have a day to kind of sit back and relax. So uh, definitely appreciate the long weekends. How about yourself? Long weekends are great, especially right now. It's like some of the hottest weather that we're seeing across the country. So it's mm-hmm. kind of great to not have to go to work and work in the heat. And instead, we can kind of sit back, relax and chill for myself for what's making me happy. Um, actually, you were there last night as I did it. Uh, mm-hmm. I was playing in Diablo Immortal and my clan made our way to become the immortals um and it was actually a lot of fun so the immortals are like the top three clans on the server and so the top 10 clans on the server get to challenge them as they work through the way through the seasons on uh, on the game um so it can happen usually like every three to five weeks is where there's usually a change in who's in control because by the time you get to the fifth week of somebody being in charge, the people that are the shadows get special bonuses. So they're kind of powered up to be able to take down the people that are in charge. So no one clan can stay in charge for too long. Um, But we actually were intending to allow the clan that was in charge to kind of stay in charge for a little bit longer because it would have benefited us a little bit better to take over the reins a little bit later. But 
as the way that everything kind of happens, best best laid plans, you know, uh, didn't quite work out that way. So we kind of had to last second scramble and and take the reins of leadership. But I'm excited because I've never got to be an immortal. And I was also part of that rite of exile, too. So, like, I went in to do the fights. I even got to do, like, the three-on-three. Three and and it was a lot of fun. I ended up dying in, in the middle of the match. Uh, the two others uh, that were part of my clan, they, they continue to carry on and carry the banner. And then eventually someone does have to win and uh, we have an alliance between three clans. So we let the, the most powerful clan kind of take the reins. And so they just kind of walk over and, you know, fall on their swords and let them kind of ascend as it were. And then they in turn will bring us along and say, Hey, our Alliance, come on, come on and join us in the immortals. So actually today I've been playing as an immortal for like the past, uh, you know, six hours or so. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. It's a lot of learning though, because I haven't been an immortal. So I'm like learning all the ins and outs of like what I need to do on that game, but it is a blast and I've been having a ton of fun with it. But I mean, that, that's not the only thing that I'm having fun with. I'm also having a ton of fun with Battlegrounds, which we're going to talk about. So I oftentimes am finding that I, I feel like I wish I had enough time to play both at the same time, which I try to do um, and fail horribly at doing both <laughs> of them actually well. <laughs> um, but there's there's actually a lot of fun to be had. And we're going to talk about all of that uh, as we go forward. I have to admit that uh, I wasn't really planning on playing a lot of Battlegrounds, but because that's the biggest changes that we had to discuss this week, then I really thought I needed to give it a shot. And I have also been having a lot of fun with it. Now, you've probably heard me say I haven't been playing much of it since uh, Buddies were even released. I think maybe since then I'd only played like maybe a handful of times. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've played more, I think, in the last three days than I have in the last six months uh, prior. So, um, so that, that should say something. I'm, I'm over 3000 MMR for the first time in a long, long time. And I'm also having a lot of fun with it. And so there's a lot to talk about with this. So I, I think we dive into it by talking about kind of the patch notes as they lead into it. So uh, the patch notes is for patch 24.2, which launched on, August 30th. So we've had a little bit of time to play with it. And with that, it's the start of the second season uh, of Battlegrounds. So there's been some pretty significant changes along the way, including a new Battlegrounds track and season pass, uh, season two Battlegrounds content preview that happened as well, as well as some frequently asked questions that are all part of these patch notes. But the big thing that, that I, I notice is this, uh, battlegrounds track i know that it has kind of it kind of reminds me of like the 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 track that we have for the season pass for for standard content well kind of all content constructed yeah yeah well i mean because you can even do mercenaries and and tavern yeah, brawl right. and even battlegrounds counts towards that content now mm -hmm. it's Specifically, Battlegrounds has its own progression track that grants Battlegrounds-specific rewards each season. Like the current Hearthstone rewards track, they're both free, and there's a premium unlockable track as well that provides you with rewards um, along the track. And you can progress along and earn those rewards. And some of them can be earned for free, 
And some of those are earned because you have paid for the premium pass, which the free things can even include new emotes, uh, skins, as well as strikes and more. But I believe that the strikes kind of fall under the premium version. Uh, I just unlocked one uh, strike. So oh, okay. uh, there's at least one that's available for free on the, on the awesome. track as well. Yeah. It's it's kind of hard. I'm, I I still feel like I'm trying to figure it out as I make my way along. So I I know I personally have paid for the track because I wanted to see what what you get out of it as well. And I know Gagrubby, you were saying that you you've decided to go the free route. At least for now, uh, like there's just a lot of controversy, as most people listening uh, probably are aware, with the way that they have changed this. And although the the uh, track isn't so bad in and of itself because there's the cosmetics primarily that are um, that are the focus. The big thing up front is they put a paywall behind having four character choices where instead you used to be able to use gold uh, in Battlegrounds to buy that option. Uh, you no longer have that capability. You actually have to pay runestones or real money to get that. Um, and so kind of makes it feel a little bit more pay to win, especially as I've been playing along and get some not so great choices with the, between the just two uh, choices that I have. And it feels a little bit bad uh, in that respect, uh, but that makes it just a little bit harder to pay. Uh, also going back to when the buddies came in, that was right around the time that battlegrounds has really started to be pushed as uh, for monetiz monetization. Uh, things like those strikes, boards, uh, cosmetics, emotes, and things like that. It seemed like they were releasing stuff on a weekly basis or even sometimes a couple times a week uh, where they were expecting you to you know, pay 5 or $10. And as one of those people that feels like I need to collect everything, especially Hearthstone-related, then I felt like, it was, I felt a little bit taken advantage of even way back then. And that kind of pushed me away from playing Battlegrounds all that much. Uh, this is such a significant change with the addition of the track and the new heroes uh, and uh, the quests, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a, in a little bit, uh, that I, I felt like it was still a good time to check it out again and see what you'd be missing if you don't pay in. Um, and so... For the first time, I'm just still not spending money on Battlegrounds uh, for the last few months. Uh, if I get through the track, though, all the way, uh, that means I'm playing it enough. Then I'll probably go ahead and buy the pass and just get all the old cosmetics uh, for that one one time fee. But until then, I'm, I'm going to try it with the two heroes and see if that just eventually drives me away again. <laughs> That's interesting. That that was kind of actually the take that I even took when I started to play Diablo Immortal. They also had like a, a seasonal battle pass that lasts a month. And towards mm -hmm. the end of the month, I was like, well, I clearly have played for a month. So $5, I'm going to spend that, right? Mm -hmm. And I think it kind of equates out to the same amount for this season pass. It lasts kind of the season that we know for, for Hearthstone seasons. So... Uh, Every time there's an expansion release, you should expect to see another season come up. And so it kind of equates out to that same, you know, three month cycle, five dollars per per month uh, kind of amount. So it feels kind of like that's the expected amount for mobile games for like this type of reward slash monetary system. And I always feel like if if 
five dollars a month is the that like that's the limit for it. I feel like I would spend more than five dollars in a month if I tried to go see a movie at a movie theater these days. So <laughs> yeah, just one movie. Yeah, just one movie, and I'd be like, okay, now I can't go see a movie for for five months. So so mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes when I I think five dollars a month, uh, that's reasonable. Now the other things beyond that, maybe that's where I pick and choose and make those choices mm-hmm. along the way. Like if, if one of those cosmetics just speaks to me, like if there's, if you know, Sir Finley comes out and he's holding the teddy bear, like, I'm sorry, but I'm probably gonna <laughs> have to spend some money. But if uh, there's, you know, they're just various different outfits that the characters are wearing. I sometimes don't necessarily make that, that choice, but I feel like what's really interesting with the rewards track is just how much you get out of it. There, there's a lot of those various strikes. You get a board right away, um, and also cosmetics for a a just a large amount of characters. Plus, you get access to those other heroes too. So I feel like it's worthwhile for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and previously, I probably wouldn't have purchased even one of those bundles for that amount. Yeah, I'm not I'm definitely not complaining and saying nobody should buy it. There's there's benefits, especially if you're super competitive with it. It makes sense uh, if you want those cosmetics to a hundred percent. There's no no shame in getting it. Uh, just for me, I'm trying to I did a, a uh, investigation into how much I've spent on Hearthstone a little bit earlier this year, too. I have a YouTube video on it and it was a lot. And so I'm still just trying to find the right balance for how much I spend versus uh, versus uh, how much I uh, can save on it. And um, I, I'm sure that at the end of the season, I'll end up buying or closer to the end of the season, I'll end up buying it uh, just for the cosmetics, uh, even if I never use them. Um, but yeah, I don't fault anybody that went ahead and, and did the purchase anyway. And fair enough. I mean, one thing that is nice is that there are still plenty of things out there that will remain free and free to play with battlegrounds battlegrounds remains free to play granted you only get two heroes not four um and you still get the battlegrounds track which also gives you some additional things that you can pick up along the way like you talked about that strike you also get the base emotes advanced stats and hero early access that was previously purchased through battlegrounds perks that's still now available to all players so you're going to be able to do that even if you're free to play you'll still get early access to some of those heroes which is actually that's something even more than they were giving out before except that you could buy it with gold (laughs) a little bit different that's true right right yeah yeah uh, but but if 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 you were just coming in, you might not have the gold, so you might might have felt like you're you're kind of having to hold off until you can get to that gold amount as well. Um, Very but true. still, early access is there. Although you get the gold by progressing through the the other uh, past the system, uh, even on the free track. So you know there are definitely ways that you could do that, and you still progress on that. I think when playing battlegrounds, but there's a little bit different progression on the the battlegrounds track where you actually have to finish in the top four uh, to get points towards uh, completing those. Um, but there's also separate quests now for battlegrounds. So, uh, you know, there's some other ways that you can advance on the track pretty quickly. They're weekly quests. You get three of them. I think they even bank. So if you don't play that often, then you'll uh, still be able to get the extra points specific to the battlegrounds track. Um, 
I know I'm still working on mine. I haven't completed one of them yet, but I'm close uh, on a couple of them. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I played more than I thought I did then, because I got all of them completed, and now uh, we're working on the next week's. Uh, oh, okay, so you're you're giving me a little uh, insight into the fact that you'll eventually be buying that rewards track. As it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm already up to like level twelve or thirteen or something like that. All so, right, you know. all right. Um, so with the new Battlegrounds Season Pass, you get access to premium rewards. Uh, that includes uh, additional emote options, legendary hero skins, and a new three-stage legendary strike. Um, purchasing the Season Pass also immediately unlocks those two additional heroes, which we were talking about already. And they are they still maintain that they're going to look out for hero and gameplay balance. So regardless of which heroes you choose from, you still have a really good chance to gain the crown uh, based on your skill. So, I mean, even as it is, we, we have seen the armor tiers come along. We have seen uh, various ways in which they look at balancing out the hero powers for each hero. So that way each hero stands a pretty good chance to finish out the, the, the game. I know for a fact, like I oftentimes will pick heroes that, I like versus the ones that I know are are some of the best ones because I know if I pick the one that I like, I'm going to do better because I like playing it. <laughs> uh, so that's the other thing of not taking or not playing a whole lot over a long period of time is there's a lot of new heroes. So I don't even know if I like them yet. So I'm even with just two choices, then I'm able to to get some some new experiences and some of those achievements for first time playing in top four. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, there's, there's definitely a lot of new stuff. If you haven't played in a while, uh, it's, it's probably still worth checking out again. Yeah. I mean, I, I know I was able to pick up uh, Murloc Holmes and play with him actually yeah. just recently. And I was at first, I was, I was terrible at him. I, I yeah. didn't even realize you could like stop and look at the person you're about to like, uh, like face, <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and it was like I just pressed the button. It was like, which one of these does this person have? And I was like, uh, I have no idea. I clicked one, and then I looked over at the the hero on the sideboard and said they had one quill bore, and the option was was like one quill bore and an elemental. And I was like, really? That <laughs> like that's how easy it is. <laughs> or, uh golden so sometimes they offer golden choice uh like in the first four turns after the uh, and like, they don't even have a triple pretty, yet <laughs> exactly there's no way you can have a triple on tier two uh on turn four right <laughs> so i mean uh you know i'm there's learning strides with every hero you come across but that doesn't stop you from playing them and, and having fun and in fact i i still ended up taking third place with with Murloc Holmes, so I was doing something right. And so we should just uh, just mention for those who aren't familiar with Murloc Holmes, you get a choice of two characters, uh, and you try to guess what your next opponent has. So it doesn't work on the first turn. It doesn't cost anything to give it a shot. And if you are right, you get a coin. You don't get that minion. I keep thinking I'm going to get it, and I never do. Uh, <laughs> they so. never give you give you the minion. They just give you. Yeah, a I'm coin. like, oh, I get a gold. Oh no, I get. A gold. I don't get a golden card. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. I totally get that. It's it's definitely a, a lot learning each of those heroes that come along. 
So in addition to being able to purchase the season's pass right now with uh, actual cash, now you can purchase the season pass with runestones, which is kind of a different new Hearthstone virtual currency. And runestones can be purchased both in the in-game shop and on Battle.net's uh, web shop once the patch has gone live but for this first season where they bring the runestones online you can use uh your own money to purchase it in game or on the the battle.net website battleground season pass will cost the equivalent of to what battlegrounds perks cost in the past so like if you previously paid 15 dollars, which is what it could have cost uh that's what you would pay in in cash granted you can't use in-game currency of gold anymore and that's another point that's gotten a lot of attention from folks on, you know, saying that it's an in-game currency that'll make you lose track of how much things cost. And I wasn't too worried about it at first because they did put bundles together that were uh, very focused on around the same thing or the same cost of the packages that they used to, to provide. But they have provided some skins now since that are lower than those thresholds. So uh, you you will end up with some excess uh, at some point. And then there are some other problems with currency conversion and, and things like that at the higher levels. So uh, it's, there's still some things that they need to work out. Honestly, I'm not I'm not too disappointed in the runestones. It makes it a little bit easier for some things. Uh, like when I would do the heroic brawlesiums uh, or doing some streaming for arena, then I, I always wanted to pay for those just because I still have the option instead of using my gold. And that was always a little bit of a hassle because you'd have to type in your password and some, some other things that slowed it down to get into the game. This way you can kind of preload some of that with runestones and then use it basically like gold. Uh, downsides because they're moving a lot of the things to runestone only and currently you can't gift runestones to people then from from as someone who does try to give back a lot to the community then you know it makes it a little bit harder to give some smaller cosmetic rewards or uh, give them the op opportunity to uh, purchase it themselves with runestones uh, so uh, there's still some things that they need to work out Based on what they did with the track uh, for the constructed side, uh, when that first came out, I have some faith that they'll be able to revisit that. The only concern is more around um, making sure that because you co it costs something, that it's fair to the people that bought them up front, uh, as well as the people that, that got it later on. Yeah, I know a lot of the concerns are, what do you do with excess runestones that are beyond like the the thing that you're purchasing oftentimes you'll just end up with them sitting i know that has been an issue for me even with diablo immortal we have arcane orbs that we purchase instead of runestones and it's very much the same thing i know currently i'm sitting on top of 80 of them which are just sitting in my inventory and there is nothing in the game that you can purchase for 80 arcane right. orbs there's, there just isn't there's there's no way that that turns into something however potentially down the line when i get another like bundle or something else i can add that in and then hopefully i can get to a zero balance but again it's always making those purchases like in anticipation of being able to spend those amounts 
fully. Yeah. And, and I know that that's, that can be an issue. It can also be an issue with um, when you're talking about someone that's not using a currency that is uh, from the U S so Canadian mm-hmm. uh, versus like someone in the UK or, you know, someone in China, they, their, their currency conversion may not be the same. And even at the, the different levels, that conversion may not be the same as well. Mm-hmm. Um, just because of like the way that the math has worked out and the bundle sizes that they've worked out. So, uh, you know, kind of make those choices based off of crying, kind of making that, that own decision and looking at the math of it. Uh, for yourself based on your region because there may be like currently like it might be better to buy them in a certain size bundle to save yourself a little bit of money however (laughs) personally to me i would always buy the for the thing that i want to get hopefully without too much excess one way or the other so with the smallest bundle it you can buy smallest bundles in order to equal up to the bigger bundles. And for whatever reason, they've given you a very slight uh, motivation to buy that smallest bundle uh, because every time up, then it, you actually lose a penny in, in the conversion. So even though it's not very much and, you know, it takes some time to go through and buy all those smaller packages. That's what I've done. Uh, It's a little bit annoying, but uh, maybe it'll show them the flaw in their system and they'll, they'll find a way to, yeah, it is important to note that that there are some things that um, can be purchased with runestones and can't be purchased with runestones, vice versa with also gold as the in-game currency and and actual cash money. So um, there, we can go into that a little bit further later on. Uh, but I'd like to continue to talk about battlegrounds a little bit more than yeah. just the runestones. So <laughs> let's. Uh, continue down our our way so also with that that season pass they were talking about it allows us to receive a a lot of different rewards and actually you're you were talking about how you're able to get certain things so uh at level one we can get those two hero slots you don't have to do any you don't have to earn any experience along the track to to get it you start with that right away as soon as you get the season pass the first free reward is a rare emote uh for guardian Zyrella, and that's at level three you also get a board and uh a strike for level two and four of the season pass along with some hero skins more emotes in fact, there's so many hero skins. If I sat there and talked about each one of them, we would be here for a little bit longer. So there's, I could just count them out. You actually get, we have five uh, hero skins that come from the free reward. And you also get three emotes as well as a couple strikes. You get a rare strike and also a um, epic strike from the free reward side of the rewards track. So even if you don't pay in, you're still going to receive rewards that are specifically geared towards Battleground. Which I think has been a problem for people who play other modes anyways, to getting the rewards that are appropriate to what they're doing. So that actually helps. Uh, but at the same time, because they've kind of cut out gold as a currency and some other things, it kind of feels like it's a different game and maybe should be pulled and put into its own client now. Uh, but... That's a discussion also for another time. It's very true. It looks like you're going to get 11 skins from the, the season yeah. pass reward. Um, additionally, it looks like you're going to get seven rare emotes, a bartender, and 
two strikes, it looks like, beyond the ones that you also receive from the regular rewards track. So personally to me, that's where I see the value. You get the bartender, you get all all those extra skins, you get additional strikes that wouldn't be received otherwise. Um, so it, ultimately, it's up to you whether or not you feel like that that merits it. But also getting access to those heroes for me, I love being able to pick the, you know, when Wagtoggle comes up, got to pick my Wagtoggle. That's fair. Very fair. (laughs) (laughs) So currently the the season two Battlegrounds track reward focuses on an anime inspired magic of of Azeroth theme Uh, in a new alternate timeline. The Dark Flight has launched a crusade to extinguish all traces of magic from society and they have rallied the horde as their army gathered a few select magic users to their side and conquered most of Azeroth. Nas Dormu is forming a team to take down the Dark Flight and restore the true timeline. This group, the Guardians of Azeroth and their allies, must awaken the power within them to save the magic of Azeroth. It's actually pretty interesting kind of very uh like it almost feels like magical superheroes is like kind of like where they are um i kind of like it honestly i didn't even know there was uh, a story after battlegrounds <laughs> so uh you can totally play without having to get immersed in the story uh. <laughs> so the, the, there's even uh nicolina did an interview with the designers the game producer and senior game designer uh for alicia cornelia and jen stacy about the inspiration creation of this the season rewards you can feel free i'll include links in the show notes to let you kind of look at that interview as well if you are interested in learning a little bit more about the backstory (laughs) thanks um And meanwhile, you will continue to gain experience and earn rewards by following along the track and using a new Battlegrounds experience system, which is separate from the Tavern Pass. And you earn towards those free and premium rewards by not only playing games, but also uh, you will complete the Battlegrounds specific weekly quests or achievements and you'll be offered three new Battleground missions every week. You can complete them to earn Battlegrounds experience. These missions will bank for each Battleground season, so if you miss a week, you can come back and complete that mission later. You can also re-roll one mission per day. Completing the missions will be pivotal to getting through your Battlegrounds track and earning all those sweet, sweet rewards. Uh, I should be noted, though, you don't really get the points for playing other than uh, through the quests. Uh, the You really only get points by playing by winning. So uh, if you're top four, uh, then you get the points towards it. If you, you know, five or lower, then you only get credit towards what you uh, what quests you completed. Just slight difference versus the, the regular tavern pass, uh, but something worth noting. So you're saying I just need to get better. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or or pay the $15 and get more choices so that you you don't get stuck with something that you're not good at. But they're balancing them out. So hopefully you would get a hero no matter which hero you get. You stand a very good chance of winning. Okay. Balance is one of those things that's really tough to do. And, you know, as as more people play, then they'll find more ways that it's it needs to be balanced. They have shown a lot of... Um, initiative in 
tuning it, uh, both on the constructed and the battleground side. Can't really speak for mercenaries because I haven't been in there for a while. But uh, you know, there it's going to be constantly changing. So you're you're probably never going to be perfectly uh, balanced, but uh, things will things will change so you can experiment a little bit more for sure. So going forward, also, you will still continue to earn around earn experience on the Hearthstone rewards track by doing quests that are able to be done in Battlegrounds. But the ones that are uh, daily and weekly that are Battlegrounds specific, those have been removed from the, the Battlegrounds reward track pool, and those have been moved over to the Battlegrounds mission pool. So realize that you won't see something that specifically says like you have to do damage to minions in your rewards track anymore as as part of like in battlegrounds instead that would be uh over inside the the specific ones for battlegrounds and the rewards Mm -hmm. track there which honestly i think is good having them separated off means that for those that play both modes you get a lot more quests to work towards and quests are kind of fun I agree. It always gives me an idea of what I need to accomplish when I log in for the day. If I wanted to do that specific thing, I I like being able to kind of grind out things and feel like I'm progressing. So, you know, if I know, hey, if I can play out these daily quests for Battlegrounds. okay, cool. I did that. They're weekly quests, not daily, unfortunately. Ah, if I can complete out these weekly quests for Battlegrounds. Then I'm I'm doing further. I can switch over and then and kind of work on my daily quest for standard, or if it's uh, easier to do in mercenaries because I know some of those ones that like holy damage or whatever. Oh, right. it's holy easier to do in mercenaries. <laughs> you know, I I I like that. It kind of gives me a roadmap of where I need to go. Mm-hmm. And speaking of roadmaps, then the next thing that has been introduced is a new battlegrounds game mechanic called quests which Battleground Season 2 will feature the new mechanic for the duration of the season, Quests. At the start of Turn 4, the Gold 6 turn, you'll be offered three random quest reward pairs to choose from. Similar to Hearthstone Quest and Quest Line cards, the Battleground version will ask you to complete a particular challenge, and once you do, give you a reward that makes you more powerful for the rest of the game. Will you go for the powerful quest reward that's hard to reach or the quest that match most matches your established game plan the different options mean that no two battlegrounds game will play the same way and you'll have to think on your feet to adapt on the fly you can learn more about the new gameplay quests in the dedicated quest preview blog and i'll ensure that the links for that are in the show notes and so that's kind of an interesting um combination there where you could have the same reward uh, in different games have a different quest like requirements for how you unlock it which is kind of interesting um it does lead to it being different but it can also lead to it uh, not being especially helpful uh so going back to the balance uh sometimes someone will get an easy to complete quest for them for their uh, hero power uh that gives them a very strong uh, effect for the the um, builds that they were going for and sometimes it'll be completely the opposite where you have really difficult to complete quest that doesn't really uh, end up with your state of the game later so uh, you either have to build towards it or just kind of 
treat it as something else that's happening um, and not worry about the, the rewards. The, the challenges, they're very good rewards for the right builds. So uh, you kind of have to balance that out a bit. I have noticed that oftentimes the quest that I'm given that's to the far left, which is usually the easiest one, is often based off of my current board state. Like it mm -hmm. looks and sees what I have currently. And it's like, well, if you have a Quillbore here and you also have a Mac, maybe you want to play Quillbores or Macs. So this is a quest that says play Quillbores or Macs. And it's pretty easy mm -hmm. to complete. But the other ones that are out there may be more difficult and harder for me to achieve and not really fit the game plan that I'm going for. So maybe I choose the easiest one this time around. Meanwhile, like the reward might be well worth it if I want to try harder to get it. So it, it, I think there's always an option that will work, but sometimes it's like, I know that the best option would be if I can achieve the hardest quest, but the hardest quest is like <laughs> too hard. Right. Whereas for some heroes, it definitely feels like that hardest quest could be real easy. Like there are quests that say like purchase this many minions or summon this many minions or get this many cards added to your hand. And if you're like Lord Barov, that gets a whole bunch of coins added to your hand sometimes every turn. <laughs> well, that's pretty easy to complete. So it, it it's sometimes very hero dependent and sometimes... Mm -hmm very uh game plan dependent too like you might know what's in the pool and you know the best build that was out there isn't the one that you want to go for if you're here if your quest doesn't match up so it's it's finding that balance and knowing that sometimes you have to choose the one that's weaker because that's ultimately going to win you the game anyways so it's fun and different and challenging all in the same time i like it yeah, hundred uh, percent. I I mean, honestly, it it kind of reminds me of buddies in a lot of ways, where it just makes it harder to balance. And even though the games will feel different, um, it sometimes feels different in a way where you just can't catch up. Kind of like you feel in constructed these days. So, uh, with Denathrius, the new hero, having op access to quests, kind of like Ticketus had uh, access to the tickets. Um, then I'm, I'm. I think it'll be. I think it'll be nice actually when they remove it from everybody and you can still have access to it uh, through through specific heroes, uh, and then you just have like just a more easily balanced game. So like Denatheris will always have a quest available, but like yeah. Ticketus, he always has tickets. Not everybody has tickets. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's a great way to also get everybody kind of used to the idea of what's out there and how to kind of game plan yeah. around it too when that mm -hmm. time eventually comes. But it's a lot of fun to have fun with right now as well. Absolutely. Like anytime they introduce something new, it's good. I think that they have uh, access to it available so that everybody gets a chance. Uh, it's one of the reasons that it's really nice that they added that pre-access uh, to new heroes and um, gameplay types, I guess, uh, for free instead of having that hidden behind the paywall. Getting to play the new tribes as they come out uh, for the whole season is going to make it a lot more fun. Speaking of new tribes, there's also a lot of new minions that have been added in for the current tribes. There's not a new tribe 
right now. But with that, there's massive changes to all the minions that are out there. So it's definitely a time to go in and check them out. But a few new minions that have been added in also include ones like our Tavern Tier 4 minion, Rendell the Mistermind. At the end of your turn, steal the two highest Tavern Tier minions from Bob's Tavern if it's golden, or the highest Tavern Tier minion if it's just the non-golden version. Uh, with four attack, five health on the non-golden, and eight and ten for the golden version. It's always good to have good or new cards for for minimal cost, and this definitely does that. And make sure that it's focused on the theoretically best minions that are available in the board. So uh, it's a lot of fun to play with. Uh, you, I have noticed that in these games, APM is very important uh, more so than than previously because a it helps with a lot of the different quests to be able to play through things there seems to be a reward for being greedy as well so you know as you pull things you want to cycle as quickly as you can so having more things to cycle is always a good thing it's definitely a resource generator too so i yeah. I, I like that uh previous time when we had sway on to talk about battlegrounds and resources was one of the biggest proponents that she was for is anything that's an economy unit is is one of those things that we want to look out for and so definitely yeah. an economy unit there mm-hmm. worst case it's a gold that you get right and gets you a little bit further ahead than from your opponent you know you're starting with even if you're if you're at full gold and you just have the normal version down you're talking about you have 11 gold versus the person that that started off with 10 it can mess you up a little bit though by making something golden at the end of your turn and yeah that you weren't weren't intending to get that that's very true doesn't happen very often uh we also have tea master theotar um, which is a Tavern Tier 6 minion with uh, 6 hits and stats. And after you play a minion with no minion type, give three friendly minions of different types, plus 2, plus 2. I've seen a lot of people go for this really quickly because there are a lot that you can cycle through that have no minion type. And it kind of reminds me of the... Um, there was an old hero that was focused on the uh, minions with no no type so i don't know it brings back some memories of that makes me chuckle at how strong that was although theotar hasn't really become a problem in any of the the games i've played so far uh people seem to take him but nobody really keeps him in the board for very long at least not that i've seen (laughs) yet i i actually built towards him with one of my quests that was focused on a menagerie build Mm -hmm. um and i managed to get offered it later on but then at that point i was like i don't have space for two things so it it was kind of a challenge to be able to to get him on the board and then also to cycle things at the same time it was um just just interesting i i I think it's possible but (laughs) but with the quests and and the way that those rewards work a lot of times, by the time you get to tier six, you've already got a board full of, you know, 30, 40 attack and health minions. It's really hard to go back and put something small in uh, unless you've built up the size of them in the um, in the store as well. There's some quests that let you do that uh, then maybe. But again, you have to work towards that menagerie comp uh, and have the space on the board that uh, is 
available based on the size of the unit. So, yeah. I'm sure there's plenty of amazing Battlegrounds players that have exactly like a comp in yeah. mind and how to get to that end game. So I'm sure that he's a welcome addition, especially as, you know, Amalgam was one of those those end game things for a menagerie comp. I'm sure that he's kind of helping kind of bridge that gap now that the Amalgam has left. But the Amalgam doesn't really power this because it still has all minion types instead of none it has all of it so you, you need to save a spot that just is for those minions that don't have so it kind of works a little bit against the menagerie bar but you're right the pros probably have really great comps and and it probably looks really great looking forward to the legend or the uh, uh legend what do they call lobby legends? lobby legends yeah yeah so see <laughs> see what they come up with Right. Um, and so we can kind of cycle back, circle back to the conversation about runestones, too, because now that we've kind of encompassed some of the things coming down the way, I know there are so many more Battleground minions to talk about. Um, a lot of them having fun changes, and I've seen some really interesting dragons that have come out, amazing demons that are out there. I, in fact, I, I personally would say go demons, but that's that's me. <laughs> Toxfin is back, so I'm still uh, on the Murloc train. Okay. There's there's plenty of... Uh, Plenty of, of minions out there to choose from and uh, ways to go about it. I'm still learning, so uh, definitely have fun there. But let's talk a little bit more about what runestones can get us and what they can't get us. I know it kind of we talked about it before. Um, so with that, runestones now are can be purchased to to purchase other things, uh, but some things can still be purchased with with money and then some with in-game currency. So currently if you make any pre-purchase, so like if you're pre-purchasing the expansion bundles for the next expansion that's coming down the way, you know, after castle Nathria, after the mini set comes out, there's going to be that third expansion for this cycle year. You can still purchase that with your own cash. You can also purchase that with runestone. So kind of, if you have those kind of, backlogged you could you could use those runestones the tavern pass will still always be uh something that you can purchase in cash so that standard rewards track that also applies to battlegrounds uh to mercenaries to duels to arena you can still purchase that one with cash as well and you can do that with runestones and then packs if you wanted to purchase like an individual pack you could use runestones you can use cash and you can also use in-game gold. So uh, just, will... just to clarify on that, you can't buy individual packs with runestones. It's still the same bundles that you had for cash before, uh, whereas gold, you can still buy individual packs. Uh, so just quick clarification there. Okay. And then um, mini sets, you can purchase those with runestones or with in-game gold, but you'll no longer be able to purchase those with cash. Which is I'm... really disappointing for me, because that's one uh, that I really liked to gift when they came out, was just the regular mini set. And by not being able to gift runestones and not being able to buy these directly, even on the web, uh, then you're you're not able to gift those to, to other people. Oh, man. Yeah. That's kind of a pain. Yeah. Unless you give them gold. However... <laughs> 
it. <laughs> Which that's a big gift if you're giving those out. Right. I do. I do like the fact that you can still purchase the mini set with your in-game currency, though. I oftentimes save up for that mini set, and I know that I, knowing that I can continue to do that trend going forward for me is definitely helpful. Yeah, good value. Mm-hmm. But as you were saying, golden mini sets, you can purchase those with cash and you can also purchase those with runestones. However, you won't be able to use in-game currency for it for those golden mini sets. That's not really a change from previously. You couldn't purchase them with in-game gold prior. Additionally, resurface cosmetics and bundles will be available for in-game currency and runestones will be used as the main currency for purchasing purchasing those cosmetics and bundles going forward and again additionally no gifting there either then since they're not available mm-hmm. with cash that's the, the big downside of taking away that ability yeah and that will also impact then decks and adventures which will only be purchased through runestones additionally for right now the season pass for Battlegrounds is available in cash. However, after this season, you'll have to use runestones. Cosmetic bundles for Battlegrounds will also be runestones only. And meanwhile, mercenary packs are still available via in-game currency, cash, and runestones. But other mercenary products will end up becoming a runestone-only purchase. I don't know what that really specifically means. Uh, maybe maybe there's uh, those coins and uh, portraits. Yeah, like other bundles that that may only be a runestone only kind of purchase. And then uh, going forward, in-game currency and runestones can also still be used for tavern tickets and for special brawls. Which we have another one coming up. The Brawlicium is a lot of fun. This time it's going to be wild. So be on the lookout for that if you have a lot of gold to spend. Interesting. I'd have to work a little bit to understand my wild uh, <laughs> where I sit with that. Odd Pally, probably. <laughs> I think that sounds like a solid plan, actually. I, you know, really like to play my steward, the steward. So uh, that might be a <laughs> oh, good go. route to go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of wraps up kind of everything that happened with this patch notes. Any other uh, big things you want to pass along about uh, Battlegrounds? down the way guy grumpy uh no so there's been a lot of talk a lot of uh negativity uh, towards the new monetization plan for it uh i would i would say try to put that aside uh give it a try just with the free pass uh it's still playable um and yeah let us know what you think uh follow up with comments or reviews of this episode let us know if you're on the same page with us or you're just back to another mode definitely I- for myself, I, I jumped right into, <laughs> into using that, uh, the battle pass for Battlegrounds. And um, I, I think I'll I'll come away from it knowing whether or not I got the value out of it uh, when it comes time for that next season pass purchase. Right. Like if mm-hmm. I if I go, wait, I didn't even finish out the, the season pass for Battlegrounds this time around. Maybe that the next time it comes up, I, I won't won't forward that little bit of expenditure and purchase some runestones. That actually is what happened to me in Diablo Immortal. I was gung-ho at the beginning. I thought, oh yeah, there's no way I'm going to stop playing this. And then uh, I didn't finish the first season's uh, pass. Uh, 
And meanwhile, I'm making my way into the mortal rings right now. (laughs) And I was like, I was like, I don't know if I want to spend this money. I don't know if I want to spend this money. And then when it was that season was about to end, I was like, "Uh, I'm going to go ahead and buy this before it goes away. I I was glad that I did because Mm -hmm. it actually gives you a lot of resources for the, the expenditure. In fact, it's probably one of the best purchases you can make in the game. Um, there's a lot of of questionable <laughs> purchases that you can make uh, <laughs> for sure for sure uh, but but I feel like the the battle pass on that game is is worthwhile just like it is for uh, battlegrounds i I am actually looking forward to it. I have actually had a lot of fun with the mode. It's actually become my primary mode mode that I've engaged with hearthstone with recently as that we wait for the patch notes to come out for standard which should just be around the corner maybe even released by the time this is uh posted so <laughs> yeah that's, that's true so i'm gonna enjoy battlegrounds uh, as much as i can until that happens and who knows then maybe we'll see uh paladin take some uh games to the top you know some people are still making it work i know you're making it work with a specialty deck too that's been fun for you so you can still have a lot of fun with paladin it just maybe not top tier for everyone i mean i'm definitely making my my progress away doing the grind um it's it's significantly harder i i wasn't actually able to uh make my way even into legend this past month because i i wanted to do it with paladin and i was just not not making it and that's okay um i enjoyed i enjoyed the grind and i enjoyed finding the solutions that did work and i was starting to see a little bit of progression but at that point it was a little bit too late so um (laughs) you know you do what you do yeah so for me i've actually been having a lot of fun with spooky mage (laughs) it just kind of brings me back to the old mage decks of old and that's where i kind of mained for the early days of hearthstone and it feels good again to be back playing a lot of mage instead of just kind of random stuff so uh it's a good segue i know that you're not a fan of of that deck um but i've kind of created the song of the week based off of that deck uh it started off as you know the volatile skeletons but um it's really about the whole deck well i would say it's not that i'm not a fan of the deck i think it's actually really powerful i think that there are some things that are too powerful in it um i like the fact that the new cards are seeing play i do Maybe Magister Dongrasp doesn't need to have as much of a hero power that turns into a pyroblast to the face. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe I can Maybe. give you that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm excited still to hear your card of the week. So, all right. It's Mage Deck O'Clock, it's Spell 30. Been thinking a lot, my head's hurting. Denethri is the big man in the building. Theotar is hoping he can steal him. But I don't think the cards are too appealing. They're not appealing. That's how I feel right now. Oh, this matter's got me feeling stressed, yeah. I think I'll play some skeletons, yeah. Oh, one time I summoned more than 23. But I can do better. Bring out the cold case. Deathborn is nice. 
the nightclub sanctum make sure everything's on ice okay okay all right because they're volatile magister don grasp let's celebrate my hero power is really, really great. Okay, okay, all right. Because they're volatile. Kalazud is resurrecting my skeletons. Going to get them to blow stuff up. If there's no room, they go kaboom. Spilling your doom with a little random luck. Mordrish comes down, clearing your board. I don't care how much health you've restored. I will freeze your board if you go wide. I won't be denied. Oh, this mat has got me feeling stressed, yeah. So I think I'll play some skeletons, yeah. Oh, one time I summoned more than 23. But I can do better. Bring out the cold case. Deathborn is nice. The nightclub sanctum makes sure everything's on ice. Okay, okay, all right. Because they're volatile. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> that was phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> I could not have asked for a better card of the week. Oh my goodness. <laughs> now maybe you'll uh, like the, the deck again. You'll just load it up and start playing, singing along. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, but that was a phenomenal song. I think. Thank you. Even had me singing along at the end. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks uh, everyone for listening to this episode 238. I hope that you have some fun with Battlegrounds and uh, that you stay happy. Any final thoughts, Noodle? I I, I think, uh, you know, I'm just going to go have some more fun and play some more Battlegrounds. I think that's bringing me some extra joy. And, you know, I'll, I'll put your song on repeat while I do so. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. All right. Much love, everyone. Have fun out there. Thank you for listening. As a reminder, you can join us as one of our patrons. Just head over to patreon.com slash the happy hearthstone. And for only a dollar a month, you can continue to support this show and ensure that we continue to bring that great content to you. Additionally, you could always stop into your favorite iTunes or podcast source and leave a review, that's absolutely free and continues to make sure that new fans can find the show. And finally, we'd love to have you come on and be part of the podcast. Just reach out to us on Twitter at the Happy Hearthstone and let us know what you want to discuss. Thanks so much. We'll see you on the next episode of The Happy Hearthstone. <laughs>